Learning Objective 20-4, we're going to calculate and characterize a partnership's ordinary business income or loss, as well as separately stated items, and we're going to demonstrate how to report these items to the partners. Partnerships must file Form 1065, which is a U.S. return of partnership income, and that's filed annually and must provide each partner with the Schedule K-1 which will detail the partner's share of ordinary business income or loss and all separately stated items. Now, separately stated items include short-term and long-term capital gains as well as losses, dividends, Section 1231 gains and losses, and other partnership items that may be treated differently at the constituent partner level. The character of these separately stated items is going to be determined at the partnership level rather than the partner level and it will then flow through to the partner. Guaranteed payments are typically fixed payments made to partners for services provided to the partnership. They sound a lot like salary and they're going to be treated as ordinary income by the partners who receive them and they're going to be either deducted or capitalized by the partnership depending on the nature of the services being provided. Guaranteed payments to any type of partner or an LLC member and a general partner's share of ordinary business income or loss will be treated as self-employment income or loss. Limited partners' shares of ordinary business income or loss are not treated as self-employment income or loss. Though the tax law is a bit uncertain in this area, all or a portion of LLC members' shares of ordinary business income or loss should be classified as self-employment income or loss if the members are significantly involved in managing the LLC. Partnerships provide considerable flexibility because they may specially allocate their income, gains, expenses, losses, and other partnership items so long as the allocations are deemed to have substantial economic effect or are consistent with the partner's interest in the partnership. Special allocations of built-in gain or loss on contributed property to contributing partners are mandatory. Let's examine problems 58 and 59 and examine the operation of these rules. In problem 58, we have the Turtle Creek Partnership and we're going to review the following revenues, expenses, gains, and losses, as well as distributions. We see that the partnership has sales revenue of $40,000, long-term capital gains of $2,000. The cost of goods sold is $13,000. It's got depreciation of $3,000. And there is amortization of the organizational costs of $1,000, as well as guaranteed payments to partners for general management of 10,000 and cash distributions to partners of 2,000. And what we'd like to know is, given these items, what will be Turtle Creek's ordinary income or loss for the year? Turtle Creek's ordinary business income will be $13,000. This reflects the difference between the sales revenue of 40,000 and deductions of 13,000 for the cost of goods sold, 3,000 for depreciation, 1,000 for the amortization of the organizational costs, and don't forget the deduction for the guaranteed payments of $10,000. So we have 
ordinary business income of $13,000, and we must separately state the capital gains, guaranteed payments, and cash distributions. And please note that the guaranteed payments must be separately disclosed to the partners actually receiving them, and that such cash distributions must be separately stated and disclosed so that the partners can then reduce the tax basis of their partnership interest by the amounts of those distributions. Let's do one more problem, problem 59, before concluding this learning objective. And let's see what we got here. Now, Giorgio owns a 20% profits and capital interest in the Raintree LLC. And for the current year, Raintree had the following revenue, expenses, gains, and losses. Their sales revenue of 70,000, gain on the sale of land, 1231 gain of 11,000. And then we have the cost of goods sold of 26,000, depreciation of 3,000, a section 179 deduction of 10,000, wages to employees of 11,000, and there are fines and penalties of 3,000. And then the partnership also has municipal bond interest of 6,000, short-term capital gain of 4,000, and then there's the guaranteed payment of 3,000 to Sandra. And we're going to assume that the Section 179 property uh, is placed into service, but the 179 limitations don't apply. So our first question is in A, we're going to ask how much ordinary business income or loss will be allocated to the partnership for the year? And then the second question is what will be the partnership's separately stated items for the year that will be reflected on the K-1 to the partners. Well, in A, we're going to see that the ordinary business income will be 27,000 with 20% of it being allocated to Giorgio. That 27,000 reflects the difference between sales revenue of 70,000 and deductions for cost of goods sold, 26,000, depreciation of 3,000, employee wages, of 11,000 and guaranteed payments of 3,000. Now, we also want to know now in B how the separately stated items will be calculated. Well, for 1231 gains, the 11,000, 20% of that is 2,200 to Giorgio. The 179 deduction of 10,000 has 2,000 going to Giorgio. And then similarly, 20% of the short-term capital gains of 4,000 or 800 go to him, and then 20% of 6,000 in muni bond interest or 1,200 goes, and then fines and penalties, 20% of the 3,000 is 600. But do note with both the municipal bond interest and the fines and penalties, although these amounts aren't going to be included in the taxable income of the partner, they still have to be separately disclosed because, again, they both affect uh, the partner's tax basis in his limited liability company interest. This concludes Learning Objective 20-4.